Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. Earlier, we heard from Aya Chebi, who's the AU Special Youth Envoy, and she's also an award-winning pen African feminist. She's the first African Union Youth Envoy and also the youngest diplomat at the African Union Commission Chairperson's Cabinet. She's from Tunisia, and Aya joins us now on the line. Aya, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon and happy Africa Day. Happy Africa Day to you, my sister. I We just listened to your um, speech not so long ago. There's one thing that you said that really stood out for me is that young people mm-hmm. do not need permission to make a difference. And I'm just paraphrasing what you said. And... Um, Mm-hmm. Yet we are in a continent where the voices of young people are are silenced. There's an oppression of some sort. Do you agree with that? With with that perspective? I mean, for me, it's it's really important that we amplify youth voices, and I always advocate for a concept I call uh, intergenerational co-leadership because. As of now, we know that before the lockdowns, young people were on the streets protesting government and protesting the status quo. They have been on the streets since 2010, and they continue to protest until they have their seat at the table. And so for me, it's important that this turns into not a generational tension, but more of Mm co-leadership. We have the average age of African leadership at 64 years old, and the average age of the population is 20. It's ridiculous to have 40 generation gaps of leadership and so we need to move the conversation into not fighting for space anymore Mm. but to say we need your wisdom you need our innovation and we need to take charge of our own future absolutely now you the first au youth envoy what is your role aya uh, my role really is to advocate for youth issues at all levels of decision making at the African Union and the different affiliated organs. It's been really a, a ride so far. It's a huge task and responsibility to amplify the working voices of the youngest population in the world. You know that 60% of Africa is under 30 years old. Mm. Uh, but I'm also blessed to have the trust of the leadership. So the chairperson of the commission, as you've heard it as well earlier, uh, His Excellency Mutafaki and all the commissioners, I'm surrounded by many mothers who opened doors for also female leaders to come into the space. So I think it's, uh, I get a lot frustrated with the bureaucracy, but mm-hmm. they're all helping me navigate that. Uh, the process, but I have to continue to push for advocacy of the youth agenda to be at the forefront and at the center of the African Union work. Mm. Now, I, uh, in, in South Africa, one of the major problems facing young people is unemployment um, and just, mm. you know, doors closing to economic opportunity here in this country. And I wonder if it's a, a theme that reverberates through the continent. What what are what mm. besides no. this challenge? Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges as well that young people as a whole on the continent are facing? No, absolutely. Uh, in every consultation I do with young people, youth and employment comes as the first top priority for young people. So we, ha- we you know, we have about sixty percent of jobs in Africa considered vulnerable. And even before the pandemic, Africa used to generate three million jobs for an estimate of more than twelve million youth come into the workforce. So we're not at that rate even before the pandemic. And now with lockdowns, all the youth who are in the formal sector are officially unemployed. 
So I think youth unemployment is, uh, is, is, is really a top priority. But as I heard earlier, also the SG of uh, CFCA, which just under into force and we just established the secretary, have a big role to play. We need CFCA to deliver for young people. We need trade to be owned by young people. Mm. We need to open borders for youth to innovate and to work in each other countries and, you know, uh, bloom this industrialization. So I think one of the top priorities is indeed youth unemployment and need to pay attention to it. And in the African Union, the chairperson actually of the commission launched last year an initiative one million by 2021 and so it's it's an advocacy to provide one million jobs at least in every african country Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that we as young people really embrace is is social media. And uh, in in mm-hmm. your view, how can we use that as a tool for us young people to mm-hmm. also um, contribute to the current discourse to make our our voices heard? Mm-hmm. You know, through our keyboards. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I actually started my activism as a blogger in Tunisia, so I I used to get frustrated of main narratives and I mm. used my uh, you know blog to really express myself and exercise my right to freedom of expression and I think social media and digital tools are very powerful to change the narrative and to really shape the conversation and I, I hope that all the young people who have access to it because we cannot ignore the fact that 70% of Africa is offline so we have the digital divide those of us who have access to it are very privileged but also it's a responsibility that whatever we put on social media has to move into shaping narratives, providing change of discourse, of political discourse, and really trying to make our stories the mainstream, not the exception. Because every time I write about a young person doing amazing things in Africa, it's like, oh, that's an exception. Because the narrative outside of Africa is always of war and despair and hunger, but mm. we need to make our stories the mainstream. And Africa's leadership during the pandemic, I think it's a testimony of that. The whole world now needs to learn from how Africa has been handling the pandemic the last, you know, past few months. And because we have experience of Ebola outbreak, because we, ha- we have the burden of other diseases like malaria and HIV AIDS, so we have something to contribute to the global community and the world needs to listen. Social media can play that role to make the world listen to us. Yeah. And um, just to be honest, now, you are the uh, AU Youth Envoy. And when I think about the African Union, mostly it's just dull speeches by old people. (laughs) And as a young person, a lot of the times cannot relate. I cannot relate. And I know other young people cannot Mm. relate to the messaging and the work of the AU. you know how how can one how can the, the the organization itself go about encouraging um youth participation mm. yeah i mean absolutely i always uh, challenge the leaders in every au summit and i tell them this is like a club of old men you know because there's <laughs> 54 men and this one woman president but they're all old as well so I totally agree, and I think that's part of why the chairperson have created this platform and have trusted me with this assignment to bring young people closer to the African Union, to have another face of the union on how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And we actually, since the past year and a half, we opened up different uh, platforms and mechanisms of engagement that never happened in the EU before. So, you know, beginning of the year, I started the design competition for an outfit on silencing the guns to engage the fashion industry. Uh, a few days ago, we started the first blog of the African Union for 25 young women to amplify their voices. 
uh, on, a, on a feminist, you know, and, and even the word feminist. Now I, I always say the EU should be a feminist organization. <laughs> uh, the same thing, we, we're going to have the first digital EU solidarity concert. And, mm. and so we continue to bring these ideas into the union to uh, try to transform into a platform where young people relate to you and they can, you know, com- communicate with it and not, you know, the diplomacy language, but it's a language that young people can uh, contribute to it as well and feel part of the EU. This is our institution. Exactly. You know, we have to, to own it and own the Pan-African vision of it. And in a couple of years, all of us will be there leading these frameworks. So it's important for us that we try, as, as I try from my position to bring the youth closer, also young people need to try to understand those instruments, the African Youth Charter and all the policies, and turn them into mm. powerful tools of advocacy in their daily work. I, I hope one day we'll get an opportunity to talk about Pan-African feminism. Thank you very much for joining us.